2022 will be an incredible year. With all the goals that we have set for this year, it will take at least five more managers to accomplish everything. So if you are focused and driven and you are the type of person that likes to make a positive difference in people's lives, please give us a call at 724-638-7588 or check us out at youngentrepreneur.biz. And again, the number was 724-638-7588. The website is youngentrepreneur.biz. The Bible is the single most important book that has ever been written. The creator of the universe gave us a playbook on how to live in his universe and the laws that govern it. On this podcast, we will explore what the Bible says on money, success, business, leadership, influence, relationships, and any other area that we discover may help us in business. So join us to discover the amazing wisdom of the Bible and how we can use it to grow our business and to improve our life. This is Jacob here. Hey, um, just finishing up today. I'm talking about uh, number four in the four part series, Sowing and Reaping. So uh, today I'm going to start off with winter is a time of rest. (laughs) I think it's really important that we say, you know what? It is time sometimes to, to sit back in winter and consider the past year. Maybe it's time to sit down and say, you know what? How did my past year go? What can I learn from it and how can I grow from it? Along with the whole sowing and reaping theme, we're going to continue to talk about those things. I'm going to start with, uh, we're going to read in Ecclesiastics 3. It says, To everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born, and a time to die. A time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill, and a time to heal. A time to break down, and a time to build up. And you can kind of get, get the whole gist of the idea. There is a time to do pretty much everything. So I think that it's important that we consider the timing. I think winter is a time of, of reflection. It's a time of rest. It is a time to say, you know what? What did I accomplish in the past year? What were my goals? Like, how did I get, how, how well did I do with them? Um, and it's also a time to evaluate the future and say, you know what? What can I do better in the future? What can I do better next year? How did I, uh, you know, what, what did I learn from this past year? Maybe it's time to sit down and read. Maybe it's time to go, you know, maybe go to some seminars and learn some additional skills. If you're actually a farmer, maybe it's time to, you know, take some ag- agronomy training or a course at your local college. I don't know. Maybe it is time to uh, rest and relax, reevaluate your priority. Maybe, you know, it doesn't really matter. It's also a time of preparation for the spring. I think that, w- that's, that winter is a time of preparation both mentally and physically. You know, maybe it's time to service the equipment, to clean everything out, get everything ready for the spring. I think that could also be all part of, a, of winter. Um, another thing is, the beginning of the year is usually in the winter, so it's a time of goals. It's a time of planning. It's a time of deciding where I want to go to the year. You know, what, what is your vision? Where, where do you want to go? What can you do to, to, to increase business? What what can you do to grow your farm? I mean, I don't know. It depends what, what, what business you're in. But I think it's very important that we consider, what is my current business doing? Like, where am I at? Winter is a time of rest. I mean, for some people, they don't really get much of a winter. But for me, I don't really do that much roofing in the middle of winter. I mean, I'm not really up on many roofs in the middle of winter shoveling snow off. I mean, I do repairs and I do maintenance and 
you know, that's about it. I mean, I just, I just basically take care of, of issues. I mean, we'll do a few projects if, if it's possible to do them in the winter, if it's not too cold or too much ice and snow and sleet and all that stuff. So I think it's important to consider saying, you know what, where am I at? I mean, what, what did I learn for the past year and how can I plan for the next year? I'm also going to talk a little bit about just general sowing and reaping principles, things that I haven't talked with up to now. I think it's a good time of year. I mean, honestly, any time of the year is good, but before you plant in the spring for sure, it is time to consider the soil. We're not planting orange trees in Michigan, and we're not planting apple trees in Florida. It is very important that we consider and say, you know what, what is my ideal crop for? What what is my soil? What is what are the conditions? You know, in the winters in my business, I can say, you know what? Maybe I'm driving, maybe I'm doing business with the city, you know, on this side of my home or my business, but maybe I should do my marketing on the other side. You know, Jesus came down to the, to the lake and Peter and James and John, they were out fishing and he comes down and they were not catching anything. So finally he says, look, just pitch your net on the other side of the boat. Maybe we need to have an other side of the boat kind of situation going on. Maybe we need to consider the soil that we have and say, you know what? Man, I've been trying to raise strawberries for the longest time, but you know what? It's just the climate is just too warm. Or maybe I've been trying to raise oranges, and man, we're just getting you know just a little too cold to have a good orange crop. You know, I think it's very important we consider the soil, we consider the seeds, and we say, how can I use this to the best of my ability? In our business, we have to look around and say, you know what? Maybe my business is ideally located somewhere else. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just something to think about. What are the, what the current soil that I have and the seeds that I have or, or what I want to grow, either I'm going to have to move if my soil is wrong or number two, I'm going to have to plant something different. So I think that's something very important. Another thing, you become better with experience. It is, I think it's very important that we, not only do we learn from our experience, but we also learn from other people's experiences. And I think winter is a great time to consider the experience of the past year. What did I do wrong? What did I do right? What were some things that I learned? Who did I talk with? What did I learn from them? You know, winter is also a great time to learn from other people in your industry. I mean, it doesn't matter what industry it is. And I'm not saying literal winter. I'm talking about when you get a chance, when your business is a little slower, when business is down. You know, the tourist business you know, ski resorts, man, they're going wide open in, in the winter. Guess what their guess what their winters are? Their winters are summer. <laughs> kind of reverse, but you know, it's something to consider. If you were in the tourist business in, you know, some other areas, you know, your you, beaches, guess what? Beaches are really going good in the in, in the summer, but maybe not maybe not in the winter. I mean, maybe maybe your beaches in Florida and maybe winter is your summer. You know, it doesn't really matter. The point is, is that we need to consider the winter and you say, you know, when the winter is in your business, when the winter is in your industry, that is the best time to reach out to other people who are doing, who are going places that you want to go and learn from them, grow from them, learn from them, read the books, attend the seminars, establish personal connections, relationships. If we want to accomplish something, I think it's really important that we look at the people who have accomplished what we want to accomplish and we figure out how we can learn from them. Maybe interview them. I don't know. It doesn't matter. The point is, it all goes along with sowing and reaping. A good farmer is going to be learning from his father, his grandfather. A lot of farmers are family-owned companies, you know, family-owned businesses. 
our family-owned farms and they learn from the generations. And I think that's something we can do in business also. We learn from other people who have been through the experiences that we want to go through. If your business is at 5 million, you want to go to 10 million, what's the best thing to do? Well, I think the best thing is to do is to, to talk with somebody in the last five to 10 years, went through the experience of taking the company from five to 10 million. And we just look around, we find a mentor, we find somebody who has done what we want to accomplish and we learn from them and we grow from that and we use that for the next year to grow a better crop, to, to become better. Maybe uh, do some more reading. I mean, I honestly have a lot more time in the winter to do some reading. Maybe I can attend more seminars and trainings and events and, and learn from that. And I think it's a great idea also to go to industry conferences and events. If you don't know what the latest going on in the industry is, um, nobody's going to come to you and say, you know what, do you know what you're talking about? Well, actually they might, but your best customers are going to know if you know what you're talking about. So very important to consider, do I know, do I have the most relevant industry? Do I have the most relevant knowledge for my industry? Another thing, if you want to have a large crop, you need a team. I think it's very important and it's easy to fall into the trap of saying, you know what, if it is to be, it's up to me. I think it's a very dangerous thing. I think that in business, in any business, a large farmer is not going to be able to manage a large crop without a team. He needs at least a couple of people if he's going to, you know, if he's going to grow any amount of stuff. The bigger the team, the greater the synergy. It's extremely important that we figure out in my business, how can I grow it? And how can I delegate things that is holding me back? What's holding me back? And how can I delegate these things out to other people? Those are just some of the things I was thinking about uh, with sowing and reaping winter and some other general, you know, just general facts and, and thoughts about sowing and reaping. My personal business mantra is he that is faithful in the least is faithful also in much. But he that is not faithful in the least is also not faithful in much. That's my personal favorite Bible verse for business if we apply that to our business, we apply it to our life and we say, you know, what are the small things that's holding me back? What are the small things that I can learn and grow from? Sowing and reaping, honestly, it makes me very happy and I'm definitely going to be talking about it in future episodes. That's what I got and that's a part four for the four-part series on sowing and reaping. If you have any questions, I would, I would absolutely love to hear your questions or if you have any comments or things that you think would be so great to add to this subject, please do not hesitate to contact us and uh, share your comments. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review us. If you have suggestions or comments or would like to have more information, visit jacobdlee.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com.